don't have any boogers, right? Mm, no. No. We're also recording. I know. <laughs> I realized. Uh, you ever been in an entanglement? I've never been in an entanglement. Not a day in my life. No. I don't want to be entangled. Please. Mm. I think I've... Let's not talk about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For whoever's listening to the show. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you never know, man. I get people approaching me who are like, yeah, I listen to the show. I'm like, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice of you. Thank you, Barack Obama. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Will Smith is a fan of the show. Wow. You heard it here first. Will Smith. So uh yeah we're back 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 again fucking remote show again 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 and again, uh, again. dude i don't i don't even know what to i don't even know what to say so for people who are wondering what's what's the situation um last week's episode i kind of detailed my uh experience with COVID-19, the coronavirus, man, it's I, Rona. I miss my, uh, I miss the soundboard, dude, <laughs> I miss the soundboard, right, what would you have put there, I would have had, a uh, the Cardi B, oh. coronavirus! coronavirus, um, we'll have to add that, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I mean, we have been, right, yeah, Hold on, sorry. <laughs> You're in the middle of a story, Marco. Yeah, so just trying to trying to keep the, the timer. Had to, had to have a timer. Uh, anyway, so um, detailed my experiences with that. It's been about... It's been about a, a close to a month now since I've been quarantined. And uh, last week, after the... Well, so last Monday... I took another test to, to so I can clear and go back to work and go back to, you know, kissing you in the mouth and stuff and uh, came back with another positive test. So I, I'm, I don't know, man. I mean, we're so it, it, a couple are, of are things. Are you sure they didn't say they're positive, you're negative? I mean, I asked multiple okay. times and they're like, <coughs> no, dude, you're positive just positive and i'm like are you positive that i'm positive or or are you positive that i'm good to go like you're oh, no, not it's a, it's, go. it's a negative that we're positive that you're positive it's <laughs> yeah <coughs> oh god it's coming it's not covid okay <laughs> and drank something <laughs> oh god oh, jesus <laughs> You just made somebody swerve off the road and die. <laughs> um, so yeah, another uh, another positive test, which means I'm still shedding the virus, which sounds so gross. That's and absolutely like, disgusting. As I'm walking, it's just like falling off of me. <laughs> so I don't know, man. You know, it kind of gives it. It. I want to stay strong, and uh, keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but it also kind of fuels that that part of my brain that questions everything mm-hmm. and makes me just think like, I mean, this is all bullshit. 
you know? Like, I don't, I, I'm not trying to put that message out there. <laughs> but in the back of my head. This is all bullshit, Marco Dupa. <laughs> it was just that little nugget in the back of my head that's like, I mean, they tell you if, you, if you're diagnosed two weeks, you chill in the crib, you leave everybody alone, then you should be good, you're right? Good. Yeah. A month, and I'm still shedding the virus. Which I know that there's, you know, the, we don't know everything, but it's like, I thought some things we knew, right? I thought we'd kind of wrapped up the basics. Yeah, that aspect of it at very least. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I feel like that's what a lot of people are, even if they're not diagnosed, let's say they feel too sick to even go get a test, or testing takes hours in some places, and they just say, you know what, I think I got it. I'm going to wait the two weeks and, you know, just to be safe. Yeah. For all they know, they could still be walking around shedding the virus and yeah. not know it. Yeah. And, and the CDC and everyone else is saying two weeks is the, the standard. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I think that just goes to show, like, you need to get tested. Yeah. You need to. Like, yeah. before, before you're okay again to go out in public, you need to get tested. Yeah. So. The flip side of that is that they don't fucking know anything and that maybe it was a false negative and they don't really give a shit or false positive or false positive. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's been happening too. Yeah. Especially here. We're yeah. the epicenter. Now we have more cases than I think New York ever had or something like that. Like we just, mm-hmm. it, it, the numbers don't they are, get it. <laughs> we're, 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 uh, we're the, we're the leaders of this COVID shit. Uh, we're, I the, heard we're the that front line. We're the, we're the epicenter of the world. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. That's scary for multiple reasons, but the biggest thing is just seeing people acting like nothing's changed around here. I, yeah, I saw a tweet that said Florida got its record number of deaths. And a, a lot of this um, conversation against wearing masks and really against this, you know, the, the reported science of this has been that, oh, well, you, you know, they're just reporting the so-called cases that they're getting but a lot of that a lot of those tests could be flawed they could be pushing the numbers up just to inflate it um but we're, we're talking about reported deaths now which i feel like is a different level to this thing of course you can say oh well they're just associating it with covid when it's not really covid related maybe yeah. it's the death of like a 90 year old who just you know happened to have covid in in the last week of her life or something and it's not really related a lot of leaps of logic here obviously yeah but i just feel like reporting on the highest number of deaths that we've seen so far is is scary it should mm-hmm. be a wake-up call to people yeah even if these people had pre-existing conditions and uh are maybe elderly or whatever it's still the highest number of people dying from this yeah maybe yeah. take it a little bit more seriously than you have before yeah, the thing is, um, you see a lot of people who don't think that it's as serious as it, as other people are making it. And one of their talking points is that, like, you know, look at the survivability rate. Right. It's like, look how many people are dying. Like, you, <clears throat> you want to tailor the argument so that it makes you feel better. Yeah. You know. I mean, look how many people are surviving. It's like, oh, I mean, I guess those people who died can go fuck themselves then, right? <laughs> they, they can't go fuck themselves. They're dead. Right. <laughs> um, I, I, I think the, the, the main thing that I've seen 
that's uh, clear from everyone I've seen online. I don't know anyone in real life who's downplaying it, but oh, I do. Just, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I, uh, I, I just, I, you can, it, they reek, they reek of fear, and and just wanting this thing to not be as bad as it is. Yeah, and I, I think that ignorance is, is is solely based in them not wanting to realize that our way of living is different for a while. Yeah, and it's going to be for a while. There's no cure in sight. There's no vaccine that we're going to get tomorrow and have everyone take, because we know people who are anti-vax now too. It's like yeah. even if they do find the perfect vaccine that that works miracles overnight, there's going to be a segment of the population who doesn't take it, and yep. the virus is going to continue to spread through them. <clears throat> mm -hmm. There are different strains. Um, we've seen this pushback for some reason with people not wearing masks that we talked about last episode. Mm. Um, you know, and it just America, seems like it's getting worse with that. Well, yeah, of course. And it's just, I feel like, unfortunately we found like the Achilles heel of America <laughs> and it's that rugged individualism that we all love about ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's the sense of entitlement that like, you're not going to take away my freedoms, even if they protect others that are, that are more in danger than I am. Yeah. You know? Because that's the tough guy approach. That's that's the, you know, the the Clint Eastwood approach, the John Wayne approach of like, you know, I'm I'm too tough for a mask. Yeah. I'm not gonna put on a mask because the big government tells me to. Not even the big government, because <clears throat> they're not even doing that right now. No. The 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 nerd over there who's just trying to scare me is mm -hmm. not gonna make me fearful of going outside and going to Walmart if I want to. It's like, Shut up. Just <laughs> right. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop being selfish. Please. Yeah, and the uh the the liberties and the freedoms that, that are being taken away from people is what? You don't get to show your ugly mug to people? I have I mean, to what, breathe my own air. <laughs> what is really being taken from people? I mean who who's I'd like to see I mean like Trump people are talking about how the, the jobs are coming back. The numbers are going up, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, how, I mean, how many of these people who are like, you're taking my freedoms from me, how many of them are still out of work? How many of them are not collecting unemployment that in large parts of America is more money than they were making at work? Right. When it comes to your, like, your actual liberties, I mean, restaurants are opening back up. And they go to a bar. They took that from us. Yeah. Well, I mean, these bar these bars <laughs> around here, they opened up and then they were like, "Fuck it." They they were like, "Oh, we talked about it last week." They the, the yeah. some of these I don't I don't feel any sympathy for a bar owner who's like, "Fuck whatever they say, we're gonna get as much money as we can now." Right. It's like and, you're not thinking long term. No, no, they're not. And I, I understand the desperation of that, of being closed for months. And then suddenly you get the green light to let people in and you go, everybody, all the regulars and everyone else who's thirsty for a drink because you haven't been able to go to a bar in forever. Yeah. Come on in. Doesn't yeah. matter about social distancing. Doesn't matter about, you know, disinfecting tables or anything. Just come on in. We're not even wearing masks. Forget about it. Just yeah. come. 
I understand that that knee jerk of like, we need this right now. We need that money. But you're putting people's lives at risk by doing that. Yeah. And here we are again. Now that then now that the numbers are back up, bars are closed. And that's just gonna keep happening until people take it seriously and we do this, you know, actual quarantine, wearing masks, washing hands as much as possible, and take it seriously this time. Yeah. Because we were doing good for a little while there and then people got restless. And then, you know, our governor decided to, you know, take a back seat to everything and and blame local government for uh you know things not going as well as they should have or completely ignoring it and acting like things aren't as bad as they actually are mm-hmm. and taking the trump route and saying you know it's just because we're testing more that we're getting more results i i i don't even want to respond to that because it's so it, it's 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 such an elementary idea of yes if you test more you're going to get more positive results but those people are positive still. Yeah. We just know about them now, which we it's should. Just, it, when I just, I just wish that, that more journalists had a backbone. So when you're sitting there listening to him say something like that, someone can just, uh, governor, that's dumb. <laughs> you know, same yeah. thing. I, I think I said that last week with the president. Like, I just yeah. wish that they had more. Just grow a fucking backbone. And confront these people when they say dumb things like this. Well, like when, I, that, when, the, when the press secretary says, we don't want the science to get in the way of our decision making when it comes to opening schools. schools back up. And then I saw a bunch of people were like, that's not what she said. You didn't provide the full context. I watched the whole clip. I watched the, yep. whole, the whole thing. That's what she said. The full context was her after that saying, because the science doesn't support keeping schools closed, which it absolutely does. Absolutely does. Absolutely yeah, so does. The full context of that clip makes it not even a, a, a modicum better. Right. So then the short version. So you, you take the short version and you're, and you're going, Hey man, that's dishonest. Okay, fine. Let's watch the whole clip. Oh, she's being dishonest. That's the right. full clip. That's what you wanted was, was context. Well, she's there lying. It is. Great. Well, she doesn't know what she's talking. Eh, you know what? We're not going to do this, okay? okay. What All we're right. going to do... There's a reason why we said this before we introduced the show. That's right. <laughs> we had to get That's it out right. first. Yeah, get, get it out of the way. Yep. Okay. Know. We're good. We're good. <laughs> That's right. We're Shake good. it out. Ugh, crack your neck. Crack your back. Ugh. Okay. And then let's, let's, now, let's now reset. Mm. All right. All right. Tonight's brew is from the Sideword Brewing Company. Can you see that? Look at that. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, que magnifique. The Star Rider, ladies and gentlemen. New England IPA. Uh, I don't think there's a cold read or any kind of information for it. There's, there's absolutely nothing on this. <laughs> uh, yeah. We can look up the IPA and stuff. Or the IPA. The ABV. Right. After this. Right. But after this, my name is Marco Dupa. That is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Hey. What's up, Brewskies? This is episode 271 of the One Bearing Podcast.
So all of that to say that I'm stuck in the house again. <laughs> bum, bum, but, uh. <laughs> but not much like, not to say that there was, you know, what did I miss? Right. Uh, what, just your birthday. Happy birthday, Marco. Guess who's yeah. 30 years old. Thank you very much. Yeah. I turned 30 in quarantine. <laughs> oh, the, with, the roughest 30, the dirtiest 30. <laughs> the dirtiest 30. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was good though. I mean, my family made it, you know, nice. They got me some nice stuff. These headphones. New. Audio Technica. Very nice. <clears throat> Audio Technica. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they really they really showed up for me. So that was that was nice. It's really weird, man. You know, you uh you take that shit for granted. You people, you know, you go out and just you know, go on a bender for your birthday, wake up and you're like, I'm a year older. Wow. What a night that was. And <laughs> I just I just drank myself into oblivion. I watched the uh UFC fights they were on um yes yesterday well wednesday of this record of, of this episode whatever yeah they would know <clears throat> um and yeah just kind of contemplated uh life and feeling old every person that i talked to every person who wished me a happy birthday was How'd like you feel? Uh, yeah you feeling old <laughs> how's how's the knee you know <laughs> so everybody got their old jokes in it's good. I did. I did something that I I didn't realize. I didn't realize the mistake that I had made until I made it, which was I finally pulled the trigger and deleted my Facebook. Yeah, you a, did a day before my birthday. Yeah. So so there was a lot of people who were. Um, I can only imagine how many people were like, well, maybe they didn't even see it. Well, they had to have seen it a couple of days before. Because yeah. it pops up in like your notifications, but then day of, people are like, "Is it his birthday?" <laughs> I don't know because I got a lot of messages on um, Instagram after Lottie posted that thing in the stories. Yeah, I got a ton of messages after that, but before that, <laughs> I was like, "Crickets." Which I'm, you know, whatever, dude. I mean, maybe I would have taken it personally when I was like 23 and been like, "The fuck, man." Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm just like, if nobody wished me a happy birthday, I would have been like, whatever. I turned 30. I don't <laughs> like people. People no are like, cares. I mean, it's like everybody has so much going on that it's like if somebody texts me two or three days later and they're like, ah, yeah. I forgot your birthday, man. You know, the kids or work or school or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I get it. I don't care. I, I think out of all years, this is the year that you have to give people some leeway. For sure, this is definitely so much going on. You know, like time is a a figment of our imagination right now. (laughs) You know, it's just one of those years, unfortunately. I think everybody's kind of going through the same thing. It's like you have a birthday, and there's not really much to do because you can't get with your friends a lot of the time, or you can't go to your favorite bar or like make a a vacation out of it or anything right now. So it's tough, but it sounds like you made the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you borrow Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll get into that and then we'll be able to have a full on spoiler, spoiler cast. I can't, I can't wait. <coughs> uh, so, I've been holding on to these secrets for so long. <laughs> I've been able to avoid spoilers online too, so 
Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah, because anytime I see a Last of Us post, I know someone's going to spoil it and be shitty about the women in the game. <laughs> so I just, I, just, uh, I just stay away from them. Yeah. So Good call. And then we got Ghost of Tsushima. That's coming out when this Tomorrow. episode comes out. Yeah. So we got some, you know, it's that, it's that late game or that late, late era um, release window. Where they're like, let's yep. let's get it all out. You got Destiny Two. They've got some DLC coming out for Destiny Two. Yeah. Apparently, Overwatch is still going strong. They've introduced new characters, maps. Mm-hmm. So it's that. <sighs> Excuse me. Death Stranding. You're back into Death Stranding, yeah. or or in it, um, just in time for them to release a PC version, which apparently puts that old PS. Four version to fucking shame. Yeah, that's that's been the news. Yeah, it's like why would you? Why would you still be playing the PS4 version? Bother, you fucking gross. idiot! What is wrong with you? So that's a that's an interesting thing because they do a lot of these companies they do that a lot, where you know they they re-release the game or they put they you know they they come back with like the you know the the the, the DLC or the HD remaster or revisited or what have you ultimate edition yeah game of the year edition oh dude the game of the year editions make me so angry (laughs) it it just it makes zero it's like it really is a slap in the face to the people who are fans of yours yeah i buy the game if i pre-order the game day one but i don't i don't buy the you know the the super duper gold package and then a year or two later you release the game at the base price and include all of the dlc right i mean the fuck do you you have a spittoon (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it okay (laughs) Uh, garbage bags around here that's that's true however do you think that there's maybe a tax on being a day one adopter? What do you mean? Like, okay, so you said game of the year editions usually come out like what a year later? Year two, tops. Give or take. Yeah. Once all the DLC's out and it's been out for a while, right? And it's super successful. Yeah, because because the idea of that kind of collection is that they're trying to get people who didn't get into the game at all. For the yeah. past year, year and a half, two years, um, just to pick it up is like, oh yeah, uh, you know, for that price, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess the idea would be that you pay a little bit more, sometimes a lot, a bit more, to have that experience while it's in the zeitgeist, while it's fresh, while it's new, um, before everyone else. Yeah. So you're basically paying a premium on timeliness of the game. Yeah. By the time you get to the game of the year edition, you're pretty much you don't really have much people to talk to about it anymore. It's not like the hip, cool new thing, mm-hmm. but you still get the the experience of it. But for me, a lot of the times, it's it's kind of worth it to get the game when it first comes out if it's if it's really good, uh, because then you're able to take part in those conversations and like I don't know, it, it there's just something to 
I think a, 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 an element of a new game or a new movie or a new album is about timeliness and, and like if it's making ripples in your community and, and uh, all your friends are talking about it, there's there's fun to be had with being part of that conversation while it's happening. Yeah. Instead of going back after the fact and like a year later looking up like, oh, what's the spoiler cast for this game that I'm only now getting into? And like, yeah. oh yeah, that's that's cool, but like nobody cares anymore. Yeah. So that's true. That's true. That is a <clears throat> that's a big side of it. You know, wanting to be uh, in the zeitgeist, part of the culture. I think the only ring, the only thing that I would counter that with is. I mean, if you're somebody who doesn't give a shit about that, yeah. you, you, you feel robbed. Like, I agree that I like to be a part of the conversation because, uh, you know, I like my voice to be heard. But I, at the same time, games like God of War or Uncharted is a good example. Those games, those games are, mean? yeah, those games are... Uncharted 4 evergreen so whether i'm in the conversation to talk about how good it was a year ago versus now i mean i still felt the same way when i finished that game Mm -hmm. and a lot of these multiplayer games their shelf life is being extended by these dlcs that you paid extra for when you bought the game day one versus if you jump in like uh like I did it with uh Destiny, the first Destiny. I I waited. Well, okay, so I bought Destiny um day one and yep. then it had a bunch of DLC to come out, and then I I turned the game back in, got like half price for it, because you know, GameStop's a bunch of rapists. And <laughs> then I, I waited allegedly. a couple months. Allegedly. And I waited a couple months and then I got their game of the year edition. All of the DLC base price. So instead of spending like two hundred something bucks, I basically spent thirty bucks because I got my money back and bought the game again. Yep. For the uh, OG price, so I only spent thirty dollars on the full game and all the DLC. And I still obviously have my save profile, so I just jump back in with all yep. of the DLC. And it's like, it, it's not like I was want for a player base. You know, the game is still big. People are still talking about it. Now, obviously not in the same way that they were when it first came out. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Like that, that game in particular, I feel like is, is a unique property and, and one that I guess isn't super unique because it happens with other games too that start off kind of rocky and end up becoming uh, renowned and like respected games like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, for instance. Yeah. Started off as not being super popular, but you know, gained a fan base over time. Um, same thing with, uh, let's see, another, I think another shooter. Battlefront. Uh, it happened with Battlefront. Yeah, that, that's a Battlefront 2. Um, ended up turning around after having a terrible launch mm-hmm. um, to being this complete package <clears throat> that people actually really like now. That's another good one because <clears throat> not only um, not only is Battlefront um, like a completely different game now, but they offered it for free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So you could get everything that people in the beginning were like, what the fuck? Why don't they just include this, that, and the other thing? Yeah. You get all of that for free. Right. And I, I feel like 
online shooters are like a uh, a unique genre within this entire conversation because I mean online games in general I should say um, because they they rely so much on people playing them concurrently yeah. to survive because if nobody's playing the game if you're not getting you know matched up with enough people the game's dead yeah doesn't matter how good the game is if nobody's playing it you can't play the game unlike a single player game like last of us or uncharted or anything else like that like there's just nothing really there outside of that online experience for the most part Mm -hmm. um so i feel like they're more incentivized to do that and to give people new people a reason to jump in for the first time even if they've been out for a while yeah so you, I mean, I think you you probably see that more often with those kind of games as opposed to, you know, single player experiences like God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it 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 sucks in a way, but then if you're a fan of the game, it gives you another reason to jump back in, knowing that it got this you know new breath of life, and there's all these newbies in there now for you to chew up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's that's true. That's true. Especially you jump into the game and you're like, oh, oh, I'm about to eat some people up today. Yeah. How do you feel about day one consoles? I'm afraid of day one consoles. Uh-huh. Like, because... Like roller coasters. Shut up. That's not the same thing. Not okay. even close. Do you just not, not like even day close. one consoles? It's not a fear of day one consoles. I just don't like them. Okay. okay? Okay. There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. I, be- <clears throat> I think it's 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 uh it's the same as getting getting the first generation of any phone. Yeah. Having just being the just being the the guinea pigs. Now, I will say that a lot of these companies are they're good about you know, if you get some lemon, then you can send it back and they're good about helping you out with that. But still, but still. Yeah. And the other thing is, like with the PlayStation, for instance, we we got ours, you got yours day one, day one. I got mine a couple months after, um, but pretty, pretty close to when it came out. Yeah. You, you basically got a launch version of it. Yeah. And then they come out with uh, a version with higher memory. Then they come out with the PlayStation Pro, and you're just right. like, okay, should I, <laughs> should I get rid of mine? Should I upgrade? I think that there should be like an incentive to do things like that. Like if, if, if I should be able to go to like Sony and be like, hey, I, I have, a, I have a, a, a day one PlayStation, and I should be able to, like a phone, I should be able to go to them, yeah. turn it in, and be like, let me get the Pro. I'll pay, you know pay like a fraction of the price. Yeah. I'd still pay, but it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy a whole new console. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, it'd be nice if they gave you at least a discount, you know, Something. like t- t- take a hundred bucks off, you know, like that, yeah. that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Something, some kind of like loyalty incentive to be like, all right, you have, you have a PS4. We want to keep you on the platform. Here's a PS5 for a hundred dollars off. See, I think that, that that right there is the crux of this problem, of what we're talking about. Mm. Loyalty. These companies do not reward loyalty. 
They don't give a fuck about day one adopters to anything, video games, consoles, any kind of tech, because they're able they to sell to. it to so many people. Yeah, they just don't have to. Yeah. Why should they give a shit about people who are loyal? It's like, bye, there's the door, dog. We don't care. There's <laughs> right. millions of people buying this shit. Yeah, they're making enough money. It's fine. PlayStation had to double their production of the PlayStation 5 because they weren't, they were like, we thought, you know, I know seven or eight million people were going to buy it. Now they're like, we probably should do like 12, 13 million production just in case. Yeah. Because they're going to do those numbers. I don't know why any company wouldn't, why would you underproduce? I get, I get the cost of it. And I'm not saying that you go crazy and, you know, have like 50 million PS5s in a warehouse somewhere. But, you know, like with Nintendo, they do it every launch where they underproduce their product. And then it's like, how much money could you actually, like, I imagine there has to be a significant portion of their sales that they lose because people lose interest. I, I was going to buy a Switch today. But they sold out, and Nintendo doesn't have any. So They're, I'll wait for six yeah. months, and then six months rolls around, and it's like, you know what? I'm not in the same financial situation to go out and buy a console. So now I'm I just sure. don't get a Switch. I'm sure that's a percentage of people, but I guarantee the vast majority of what they get out of that is this renewed demand, people being even more excited about when they find one in stores. Mm. And those people just immediately, like knee jerk i see it i wanted that they didn't have it the first time i came mm -hmm. here i see it now i gotta get it yeah so I, I think they get much more of that than the people who originally planned on getting it and are no longer interested when they do find one good point good point uh so i think that um the artificial demand is what they call it um really actually is, is only beneficial uh also to the fact that most of these consoles are sold at a deficit. So, you know, it, it's, it, it would be very bad for Sony to have too many PlayStations to sell. Mm. It, 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 it just, it wouldn't make economic sense for them to yeah. do that. So they're going to, it's like a gamble. They're going to try to sell as many as they feel like they can immediately, but also undercut that just a tiny bit so that there's a, a bit of demand still there for people hungry for the console who are only getting <coughs> rabid based on the people that did get theirs and are, are all over Twitter saying, oh my God, this looks incredible on my 4K TV. Yeah. You know, and like are freaking out about it. Yeah. Don't so they, I, I, I mean, don't, don't they prepare for losing money on it? especially yeah, in the do. first couple of weeks to a couple of months, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's always in the plans because they know they're going to make, they're going to make that up and then some after the fact, um, yeah. as long as things go well. Uh, but you know, that that's part of the strategy is, is this artificial demand of making them available enough that they make money, but also scarce enough that it, it, it builds a buzz and they, they're not stuck with, too much or too many consoles on their hands that's kind of fucked up <laughs> i mean think about it capitalism yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta smash the cap capriarchy or whatever anyway the, the cap capriarchy mm -hmm. smash smash that like button that's in your knee isn't it 
the capriarchy. Yes. Yeah. And that's the that's the only way to down your opponent. You got to smash that. Smash the capriarchy. <laughs> it's, it's like subscribe and smash that capriarchy. Smash that capriarchy. It's one of the best moves in the UFC. I love it. I love Which, it, by man. the way, they're they're coming out with the UFC four. Yep. Which I mean, the the UFC games have historically been trash, <laughs> but they're gonna have more playable boxers in the game. Yep. Which is, is there like, a is there a boxing mode yet? I don't know. I don't know the details. I I don't know. Maybe because some of the stuff. I mean, they they're gonna have, you know, fucking the trailer had uh, had uh, Israel Adesanya in like a fucking blood sport arena <laughs> yeah i saw that <laughs> yeah and then uh you know jorge masvidal was um fighting back in miami on the streets mm-hmm. so it sounds like their story mode is going to be a little bit more invested and uh having the boxers in the game is interesting because it's like all right so how much are you gonna like w- like when they're ra- with the ratings for instance like anthony yep. joshua and tyson fury they can't have You'd have to put their leg kicks, their zero. submission defense, their, 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 yeah, all of that has to be at zero and just max out punching power, head movement, footwork. I, I don't know. The only thing that this excites me about is if, if they can gauge the interest of having more boxers in the game, maybe, just maybe, they'll stop with this bullshit <laughs> and they'll make a new fight night. I, I think that the reason why we're stuck with the UFC games right now is because of popularity and money. That's, yeah. That's the reason why. Yeah. Because the, you know, back when the fight night games were out, boxing was the, the king still. Yeah. And, uh, man, they thought they were going to hold on to that crown forever, man. I know. You go back and watch some of these interviews with these guys who were just like, you know, the MMA is, it's just a, it's just a waning thing. It's just a, here yeah. today, gone tomorrow, kind of thing. Boxing yeah. is a legacy. It's the sweet science. It's gonna. It's been here a hundred years. It's gonna be here a hundred more. Yeah. And now look at it. Look at it. Wrong. 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 Uh, but yeah. So I mean, I feel like that's the only reason why I would love for them to even just do like a a remaster. You know, like just yeah. Let's get like a classic mode of like the best historic boxers of all time. Yeah. Put them all in the game. You don't mean like you can put some of the, the best current boxers too, but like, I don't really care. Just, you know, let me, let me, let me play as Arturo Gotti, you know, like, yeah, let, let's get some classics out here. Yeah. And just make it a boxing game because like that, everyone I've talked to who's played the UFC games, including myself, um, <laughs> When you talk to yourself? When I talk to myself, which is often. Um, agree that the ground game in UFC is trash. It, just, it, it, it makes no sense. It's overly complicated. It's, it, it's not uh, – it, it doesn't come across naturally. It's just too hard. It's, 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 it's too complicated. And you can't stop the computer sim- from submitting you even at an easy difficulty. They just, they just walk over you. They just do whatever they want to you. Yeah. So, it's not, yeah. 
I, I think that they need to at least, at very, very, very least, include a boxing mode in the UFC games. Yeah. You don't have to make it, like, you know, licensed or anything. But just make a, a mode that only boxing is allowed. Yeah. No takedowns, no submissions, just boxing. You know what I did when I was playing fun. it? Uh, I was doing the story mode, and I, I, I did what I said earlier. I maxed out my players boxing and his and his just his striking period and his takedown defense mm. and then anytime somebody tried to take me down stuff that head <laughs> kick yeah i mean it was i was basically just a full-on kickboxer yeah won multiple championships in multiple weight classes i'm a legend i'm the greatest of all time oh wow said, i thought it, that there was like a story to this but you're just bragging yeah no 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 there's not a story what story i'm the greatest of all time okay yeah Look at my look at my PlayStation trophies, goat, goat. I'm not gonna do that. Gautier, Gautier, Gautier. Yeah. Somebody that I used to know. <clears throat> so, I don't know. It's it, it it looks like it looks pretty good, but I hope that they I hope that they listen to the fans and realize, like I hope I hope the 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 combat system the ground game is like completely overhauled. Otherwise, it's just gonna be the same fucking thing. And I'll just wait for it to be put on PlayStation Plus, which two and three were on PlayStation Plus at some point. Oh. So, yeah, I'm not really going to concern myself with it unless yeah. I read reviews that they've completely overhauled the game. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, history isn't on your side on that one because a lot of the sports games tend to just be slight tweaks on each other. Yeah, they really don't. They really don't give a shit. We'll see, though. We'll, we'll, we'll stay optimistic at least about that. Yeah. But we can't be optimistic about anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got to hold on to the, the small victories. Yeah. 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 They've, they've really uh, – they've, they've – Dana White has gone full steam ahead, not giving a shit about any kind of, you know, regulations or any of that shit. He's just like, we got Fight Island. That's it. You can't stop us now. Yeah. So they they they're gonna have a fight like every other week, and and um, I think I think not until August are they coming back to the states. Yeah. So, I lo- I, it's sense. just hilarious to see because it's like, you know, you have all these people who are saying it's a bad idea to do it, but then you've got all these other people who are like, I need sports. I don't care what sport it is. <laughs> Just give me something. I don't something. care if you die. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and then you know, you you see, you see it. What happens is something like somebody will test positive, and then it becomes like a headline, and then the UFC just kind of like bowls over it, and just keeps they 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 like like yeah. don't look at that, look don't over here. We're it. still, and they they just keep going like like last week or the week before the Masvidal uh, Usman title fight wasn't supposed to happen it was supposed to be Usman versus Gilbert Burns right and they just don't talk about it mm-hmm. you know everyone just acts like that guy wasn't the number one contender <laughs> you know and and yeah. I haven't heard anything about him since it's like they black bagged him he's gone yeah. yeah I know he's gonna get a title shot at some point in the future but it's like you know it's just really funny to see them see Dana just like Dude, nothing stops this train. I don't care if somebody dies. 
Nothing stops this fucking train. Yep. And now basketball is coming back. Everybody's in the bubble. And you've got <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Did you did you read did you see about how they have a um a COVID hotline? No. So they have a COVID hotline for people to call and report COVID violations. Mm. And so like a lot of the guys are like, come on, man, we're grown ass men. Let's not do this. It's <laughs> not report on people. Yeah. But then the flip side is some of these grown ass men can't be trusted. Cause some guy, I forgot who it was. He was, he's a center. I forgot his fucking name. He, he, went past the quarantine area and then he had to be quarantined for 10 days because he wanted to pick up Postmates or something. God damn it. And it's like, you know, you know what? You're right. You are grown men. You should know better. But, but you, you don't. don't. Right. <laughs> so it's like, maybe there should be some stupid fucking hotline because you guys can't be trusted to not go past a barrier to pick up your fucking food. And a lot of these guys are super young too and like immature still. Yeah. Got a ton of money, you know are basically told yes all the time yeah so you gotta think like these guys are um they're what 21 22 23 and they're millionaires yeah doing the thing that they love playing basketball yeah just living the life basically Mm -hmm. so of course they're like dude i'm picking up my cheeseburger what are you gonna do tell me no i'm entitled for the first time in my life (laughs) right i have power now you're not going to take this from me. Never had power ever my entire yeah. life. Yeah. So I get it. But also at the same time, don't pretend like you're responsible adults and then do some no. shit like that and then be upset. No. no. But it is just funny. A bunch of like adults telling on each other. <laughs> Tattling. Yeah. Can you imagine like picking up the phone? And you're like, I, I saw LeBron. He was around the corner. I saw him. I saw do that as like a prank. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> it is anonymous, so. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> ah, sorry. You okay? Weird noises out there. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's I weird. heard a rumor that uh, uh, college football is a no-go. Yeah, as far as I know, that as far as I've been reading – I don't know if that's, I mean, a lot of these institutions are like, you know, it would be devastating if college football doesn't come back. Yeah. You don't understand like what it will do to our, uh, our school's financial situation to yeah. not have these yeah, things yeah, yeah. come back. I, I heard a lot uh, about UCF. Uh, a, um, you know, specifically their financial situation is, is very much, um in the hands of our football program yeah so without them being able to compete have audiences there uh people buying merch people buying food Mm -hmm. etc etc tickets um it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big problem if that doesn't happen but it's looking like it's not gonna happen because uh i've i've seen schools already backing out of it Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard them saying they're they're going to close off the competitions to conferences, like everybody has to stay within their own conference, which Ugh. is awful. Yeah, 
for UCF specifically. Well, yeah, yeah. I was about to say for some conferences, for others, yeah. still going to be yeah. pretty competitive. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everything that I've seen online has been like, it's not looking good yeah. for this year, for this season. And that bums me out big time. Yeah. Uh, you know, the only thing <clears> – <throat> This is the thing about all of this, all of this COVID stuff, right? When it comes to sports, I'm not speaking on, well, I mean, you can't apply this to society in general, but the only reason that it wouldn't work is because there's too many people that you would have to accommodate for, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is it is fascinating to me that all you have to do is be able to trust people to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And because we can't do that, we can't have the things that we love. Yeah. I, you see uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and I actually, I heard from an insider, I'm not going to say who, uh, with UCF, that um, a lot of the issue has to do with the um, season ticket holders because they have their specific seats already lined up mm. for where, where they have for the season. They yeah. pay for those seats. And, you know, at first I was thinking, well, you know, if, if they can somehow employ a social distancing mandate that says like, okay, everyone has to be spaced out at least two seats, uh, yeah. except for parties that come together. Right. Yeah. If you and your friends, you can sit in your own space, whatever. Uh, but you need at least two seats uh, in front of you, behind you, and, you know, to the left and right. And just do that. It's going to be emptier than it was before, obviously. But, you know, at least it'll be somewhat safe. We can call that safe and still go and play sports and make money. Mm-hmm. But they brought up that point that these people, you know, pay a premium to have their seats. Right. And, you know, as we were talking at the head of the show there's a lot of discourse as far as like what the facts really are. What's really the science, you know, Mm. do I really have to wear a mask? Oh, you know, like, sir, there's an entire uh, um, mix of people who, who care about COVID and who don't. Yeah. You can't have those people mixing when some really care and some don't, you're going to have these conflicts happen. And then again, people pay for their seats. So, you know, who's going to give up the extra, two, four, six, eight seats potentially mm-hmm. in front and in back of them. Like it, it just, it, it's too complicated for them to do that. So yeah. that leads me to believe that this season's a wash. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. At yeah. least with, with a crowd, and without a crowd, you know, I just don't think they're going to do it. Yeah. So. I think they sucks. would, I, I think that if, I mean, if they were smart, they would at least try to do it without the crowd, at least for the TV revenue. Right. I mean, I don't yeah, know how much the schools yeah. make off of those TV deals, but ads, maybe ads, you know, they, yeah, they can sell ads potentially on the field and find a new revenue source. Maybe they can get sponsors in a new way. Yeah, um, I think this this situation's ripe for innovation. Find a new way to make money through it. Always, um, these situations are always ripe for uh, innovation. Yeah. Trying to figure out new ways of doing things, smarter ways of doing things, more efficient ways. What yeah. if they uh, – how about this? Would you watch a college football game if it was like a pay-per-view event? Mm, it would depend on the matchup. I wouldn't just buy 
like every, a season pass. every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I well, you're asking the wrong person. I historically don't really give a shit about college That's sports, true. but yeah. I will say, okay, I mean, I give, I, I want to watch the NFL. I want the NFL to be back. So again, it, it would have to be marquee matchups. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just not gonna like unless you gave me access to everyone. Okay. Like if, a, a like a college football just packs. Yeah, like if it was like if if you made me pay for a Sunday or NFL Sunday ticket, but it was at a discounted price, <laughs> not you know something to like get people to. I would I'd probably pay for that. Yeah, I uh, I would I'd pay for a UCF game pass if I was able yeah. to just watch all their games. I'd do that. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people who are big college football fans, that's where a lot of their love stems from is their either their school or the school that they're a fan of and uh just it's following tribal in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I think I think something like that def- I think it would work better if it works at all, it would work better with college sports than um than professional sports. Yeah. It's because you have more riding on your loyalty to that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> people who follow pro teams are like, eh, maybe I'll watch the Clippers today. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll just watch something. Right. What's on local? Yeah. That's what my so, parents always say whenever the Yankees aren't on. What's on local? Yeah. What's on local? Who are the other guys today? playing? The Braves the playing? The, the, uh, oh. Tampa? Speaking of all these teams, um, the 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 fucking if you can believe this the redskins are, are were actually or i i'm sorry the uh, washington football team because yes. they are no longer the redskins. the redskins insane i never thought honestly dog i never thought i'd see it that yeah. the owner dan snyder he's such an asshole i thought that and not in my lifetime he'd it would ha- he'd have to be dead yeah he would yeah. he would literally have to die before yeah. Or be ousted yeah. before that before something happened with that. I am amazed. I mean, I'm. It's it's not that amazing when you think about all it took was money being taken out of his pocket for him to go. Okay, I'll come to the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still insane that uh, uh one of these teams. <clears throat> I mean, from social pressure and financial pressure, that we're actually going to see the changing of the Washington Redskins. It's crazy. I mean, that team's been a franchise since like the twenties. Yeah. You can tell by the name. <laughs> right. See, and that's, <laughs> I mean, that's a good point that you make. It's like, dude, what, I mean, what, a, you know, and, and here's the thing. Most people, even people who are like, you know, oh, cancel culture is stupid and, you know, PC culture is stupid and we're going too far, blah, blah, blah. Even those people, once you kind of break it down, they go, yeah, I guess you're right. They should probably change that. doesn't yeah. really make a lot of sense. It's like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So if you can get no. even the shittiest people on the other side of this argument to come, to come together and go, they should probably change that. It's literally <laughs> a racial slur. And we've yeah. all just kind of just not – let's just look the other way because yeah. you don't know any Native Americans. Exactly. Well, and, and you know why you don't know many Native Americans? Because they're mostly dead. Because <laughs> they've mostly been eradicated. Yeah. So 
that should be kind of proof positive for you that maybe we should be a little sensitive to this one. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe maybe this one. Maybe this one. Yeah. So now uh, now the race is on to see what they're going to change it to because I've seen some rumors. Um, somebody was telling me about they were thinking about the Washington Red Wolves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I've are like – seen Red Tails. Yeah, that was going to get into that because that one's a little different than the Red Wolves. Mm. A lot of people are saying, look, just change it to like an animal or something. Don't get too creative. Just, just, just fucking go. The Black Panthers. <laughs> yeah, right. Just be real by the book on this one, on this yeah. one, you know, just don't try to get too creative. Don't try to get too, you know, social justice because it's just going to come off insincere, which it is. Right. So just be, just go generic. You know, there's the fucking Falcons and, and the fucking Jaguars. You don't have to have some creative name. Okay. No. And then the whole red tails thing is a lot of people were like, well, instead of uh, disparaging one group of people, we should honor another group of people. So the red tails are the, they're talking about the Tuskegee airmen. Right. But right. then there's a lot of uh, black folks and a lot of Tuskegee airmen who are like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe don't make money off of us. Well, and that's exactly it. It's like, okay, so you're going to do it. Are you going, is there any kind of reparations coming? Is there any right. kind of sponsorship? Is there any kind of deal that's going to be made with these, these people's families? Anything. Are you right. going to, or are you just going to do, are you just going to pull a lady antebellum and just steal the name <laughs> and then act like you're honoring uh, people? Lady A. Lady A. Incredible story. Yeah. Have we talked about that? No. I don't think we have. No, we haven't. I mean, for the people who don't know that story, should we talk about that and then we'll get out of here? Yeah, briefly. Let's 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 uh let them know the spark notes of that one. The spark notes are basically that Lady Antebellum, the country the country trio. Yeah. They jumped aboard this whole uh Black Lives Matter, you know, we're going to take a look at our racial past thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "You know what? You're right. We need to make some changes too." The antebellum South is notorious for being for being a part of the you know the the most uh, racist um, uh, portions of history in America. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, I mean, the entire idea of the antebellum South. Um, just look at Django Unchained. Yeah, that's the antebellum South. Basically. Well, and, and 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 versus like Gone with the Wind, which yeah is a romanticization of it. Right. Uh, which has happened time after time after time. Time after time. time, after time. <clears throat> so they're like, song. that's a really good song. So they're like, okay, we're going to change our name so that we're not honoring that part. We're going to be Lady A. And everyone's like, okay. And then come to find out that there is actually a person named Lady A who has been going by that moniker for the past 20 years. She's a black blues and soul singer. And they were just like, oh, yeah, we see you. Anyway, <laughs> Lady A. Dude, I went to their Twitter page, and they're, they're, already, um, they're already marketing it. They're already slapping yeah. it on T-shirts and merch and all that stuff. Yep. So, you know, Lady Antebellum, 
Lady A, the band, finds out about Lady A, the singer. And everyone's like, okay, so what are you going to do about this? Because she comes out and she's like, you can't just take my name. You know, you would think that they would check for something like that before they decided. They 100% knew about her, dude. Yeah. There's no way that they don't know about her. Because her music was on streaming services. She's been performing for 20 years. Do you think the issue was they saw her as being like a smaller artist and not maybe not um, trademarking it in the way that she should have? That's absolutely what I think happened. I think that their lawyers and their marketing people were like, look. You're in the clear. uh, Yeah. I mean, who who gives a shit? She's just some local artist. No one's going to know about her. It doesn't matter. And then, but how how unbelievably stupid (laughs) they they need to fire their entire team yeah all of their marketing all of their lawyers their p their entire pr department needs to be fired the optics alone awful awful (laughs) how could you think that you were gonna slide on this one yeah un unreal that they were like no one's gonna know it'll be fine Then they obviously they she she becomes famous, like really famous because of this whole thing. They uh they come together, they 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 have talks about who's gonna use the name and how they're gonna use the name and blah blah blah. Then you come to find out that Lady Antebellum is suing her. <laughs> yep. Because she doesn't want to give up the name. The only way that she would give up the name is if they paid her like a huge lump sum of money which right. she said she would donate the majority of it to charity and then use the other. She said she was going to split it mm-hmm. and use one half for charity. And then the other half to go through a complete rebranding. Okay. Whether you believe that or not, I don't really think that that's um, relevant to the fact that they stole this lady's name yep. and now they're suing her because they're like, well, we're not going to back down now. We already made, t-shirts we have t-shirts we already made tote bags what do you bags. us to do with these t-shirts and it's just like i mean it, it is a resounding failure on all fronts yeah. they have not one supporter <laughs> left i go to their twitter page just to see the ratio on their tweets and it's yeah. uh, people everything <laughs> that they tweet people are like why did you steal the name from, no. from that black soul singer like no. what's wrong with you yeah it's yeah. just no you're, we're not giving it to you're, you're not allowed you're not allowed to exist online anymore. Sorry. I, and I hope that people stay on their throats. I hope that the people stay in their necks about this one until they finally, because what's going to happen is it's going to fizzle out. And then we're just going to kind of forget about lady a, the singer. And then you're going to see lady a somewhere. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is, isn't that that one band who, huh? They're still going. I, you know, I don't think so. I what think, do you think? That- I think that this is going to linger and anywhere you see Lady A, you're going to remember, oh yeah, Lady A, that was actually somebody else's name. And they changed that because they want to be woke and they're actually stealing a black soul singer's name in order to do that. Come here. Come on. Come here. Trying to get Frankie. I'd love a supermodel just to like come into frame. (laughs) Here's your supermodel. Oh, he's beautiful. Oh, my God. Frankie. Oh, I miss him so much. Waking me up in the morning, scratching hey, my door. Look. I don't think – do you think that dogs can see screens? Yeah. Because I don't think they can. No, they can't. They 100% can because 
Uh, oh, you're going up there? Okay, you're going up there. Uh, because our my parents' German Shepherd has destroyed two TVs because he's seen dogs on there and uh, thought they were real, barked at gosh. them, jumped, and knocked them off the wall. Uh, Smashed right. two, t- two TVs. Okay, so that makes me feel worse because Frank just ignored me. <laughs> you can't look at it like that, you know? Fine, he's, yeah, he's different. He doesn't... Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, no, no, that's that's interesting because you might be right, you know, people, because this this is a big thing. And again, the optics are so bad that it's like now they've become known for this because it's not like Lady Antebellum was like, I mean, they had their moment where they were huge, but now they're just like one of those bands that's like, you know, it's like uh, like Kenny Chesney or 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 fucking any of these other fucking guys who are they're popular they've maintained a fan base but they're not like massive draws yeah i mean maybe it's just me not being a like modern country fan but i know them as a one-hit wonder that's it need you now that was their song that's it oh yeah that was their song that's it that's that's all it was and it's because it was easy to learn on guitar and i learned it because it's a nice romantic song that you can play to your sweetheart and it's 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 great, but okay. that's all I know them for. Yeah. Other than this, and this is far outweighing <laughs> need now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And like so, I said, I haven't seen any support for them at all. No. So I don't know, man. You just you think you'd think that at this point, these these bands and these corporations and anybody who's trying to like jump on the train <clears throat> that they would at least do their due diligence first before they stuck their neck out and was like hey 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 look at me um i like black people too but they don't more and more you're finding out that none of them do they all all of these companies like i was just looking at some stat the other day that was like a, a, a huge number of big corporations that jumped out in front and was like, we believe that black lives matter and we need to make some changes have, have donated millions of dollars to the Trump campaign and to people who you would think are not, uh, shall we say fans of the black lives matter movement. Didn't you know that Trump has done more for black people since Abraham Lincoln? That's what I've been told. Maybe That's, more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more. Maybe more. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and look at the numbers okay. before I confirm or deny. Please he has do. allegedly, allegedly, yeah, done more for the blacks <laughs> than Abraham Lincoln. So Love those blacks for Trump. Yeah. Have you, uh, how, how, much, uh, how much Goya product you still got left? Um... As a culturally Puerto Rican man, a lot. Hmm. I have a lot. <laughs> and I've learned from the white people who threw their stuff away in protest uh, not to do that because it's stupid. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to enjoy the food I bought because it's good. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it sucks. <laughs> it yeah. sucks that they, they took that stance. I loved, uh, I loved seeing the people who were like, oh, what? you're what you're gonna throw your goya beans out now and it's like you burn socks bro (laughs) right right 
what are you talking about? You need yeah. to shut up. You don't get to be a part of this argument. No, no. I mean, the entire other side of this is like all of the all of the push that the Trumps have put for Goya products now, which is apparently illegal. Well, I've I've been reading up on that a little bit, and uh-huh. it is illegal for apparently it's illegal for Ivanka Trump to do it. Okay, because she's a a White House staffer and a, and she's technically an employee. Sure. But, excuse me, there's some kind of clause that prevents the president from getting in trouble for it? That seems wrong. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently it was enacted in the 80s. And that, like, I mean, he can't obviously just be like, you should buy these. Like, if he had a vested interest in, I think that's the loophole. That uh, he doesn't, he have, doesn't a, have, yeah. Right. So he's not making any money off of this. It's just a political ploy. Right basically just a game they're playing yeah which is so i mean makes it even grosser yeah like there was some there's some video of donald trump jr and he's like he's like video recording and he's like in his bed or on the couch and he's just you know bad angle (laughs) honey you made those uh you made that rump roast you use those goya beans right yeah, we're going to have a good one tonight. All right. It's like, you guys are fucking gross. Just disgusting. I don't know. I, I like how Ivanka was holding it like it was infectious in some way. See it? It, it, it looked like she was holding it with as few fingers as possible. <laughs> All right, all right. Get this, get this. Ew, take this from me. I would never. I, am I right? Ew, right? Ew. <laughs> Goya. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, let's talk about something that's not Goya. Yeah, but also in a can. How do you like that transition? Something that's not Goya. It was great. It shows that we've done this show for almost three hundred episodes. Tonight's brew was from the Sideword Brewing Company. It is the Star Rider. The Star Rider. Star New England IPA. Rider. What'd you think, Obes? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, didn't it, it? It was weird for me. At at first, I was pretty into it. Very dank. Um, but then the more I drank it. Strangely enough, the the less I liked it. Mm. Uh, not to say I don't like it. It's just my. I think I went from a four point five to a four. Is where I'm at right now. Uh-huh. And for some reason, the sharpness of this like kind of burns the back of my throat in a really uncomfortable way. Interesting. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a me thing. But like, I noticed it with the um. That coconut IPA they put out too, the the couch surfing. Yeah, uh, it had the same effect on me, and I'm not sure what it is, but I think it's just the level of either bitterness or or something that just kind of it, it gives me a really uncomfortable back of the throat scratchiness hmm. um, that I'm not enjoying so much. Interesting. That overpowers it to me. It almost feels like a digestion feeling, you know? Like it's it's kind of like spicy in the back of my throat. Yes, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. So that that took it down a notch for me, but um it's very fragrant. It's very bitter. 
uh, two things I definitely like in my IPAs, but I'm going to stick to a four for this guy. If you find it, recommend it. Decently high ABV. I think it's a 7.9%. Um, mm. But yeah, the, just that that uh, lingering back of the throat feeling kind of drops it down a notch for me. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I was uh, I was just going to go four off rip. Uh, like you said, very fragrant. I love I love the smell of it, taste of it. It is. I think it's just. I think it's just too bitter. Yeah. It's bitter. It's it's. I don't know how to describe it. Like I don't want to say chalky, but just like <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah. too. It's just. I guess the mouthfeel of it. It's like yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. You know something like I mean it literally it, it is like as you described it like it just it tastes good but like there's just that that feeling of it that just like the more you drink it you're like you know I don't really want to drink any more of this it hurts it hurts, <laughs> it hurts. yeah yeah <clears throat> oh you want some <laughs> I'm glad you panned down and it was a dog <laughs> yeah you want some anyway yeah so we're giving it a unanimous four four oh all right anything we got it i think we got it what do you think frank oh frankie let's try one more time i think he's looking at you he's he's looking look there look <laughs> there dude not looking at me well i can't well frankie. the thing is i can't get him to focus on much else anyway look yeah right there oh no Please, sir. Look, 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 look. (laughs) He looks worried. (laughs) Oh, God. He's looking away from me. (laughs) That's my little Muppet. Come on, bud. Look right there. He's still looking, which is promising. Yeah. So, unanimous four. Unanimous four for the Star Rider. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself. Marco Dupa for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. And for Frankie, for Franklin L. Bowman. Woof. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Get out of here. <laughs> get. Get on, get. Go on, get. <laughs> <sighs>